Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all well. Uh, Welcome to the Best of Tea with Twiggy, where I put together little compilations of chats with people that I've talked to over the last few years. And today I've got two brilliant musicians, the amazing, brilliant, wonderful Ronnie Wood, and one of my new, new friends who I absolutely love and I'm a huge fan of, the extraordinary singer-songwriter Amy Wodge. And if you want to hear the whole episodes of these two gorgeous people, just scroll down the list on Tea with Twiggy site and you can listen to the whole conversation. Anyway, enjoy. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You've written with some amazing people, haven't you? Tell me. Who, who? I mean, I get, yeah, I do, you know, I think ever since Thinking Out Loud happened, particularly the, the doors opened and, and um, I, I had a, a, you know, long standing ambition to, to kind of go to Nashville and I ended up buying a home there because I, you know, normal circumstances, I'm there once a month and then I have a home in LA as well. So I go, go there as well. So most of the time I'm traveling and, and so, and I had a kind of a, a list of people in Nashville that I was desperate to work with and um, and kind of work my way through it, which was pretty amazing. So I had, a, you know, a, a Casey Musgraves was pretty much the top of the list. So I had a song on on Golden Hour, which, you know, won a Grammy and and Keith Urban and the Dixie Chicks and all, Lady Antebellum. And then, and then in LA, it kind of flips because I get to work with all sorts of like different, you know, artists, pop artists, Camilla Cabello, the Jonas Brothers. I got flown to uh, Mystique last year to do um, a camp for, for, with 10 people for the Jonas Brothers. 
and uh, that was that was pretty special it has to be said and um and became really good mates with Brian Adams as a result because he lives there and and um so we kind of hung a lot and he's he's lovely, he's just a great he? he sent me something this morning that he wrote for Aretha Franklin years ago and I just yeah I kind of forget just how amazing Brian is at but he's also an amazing photographer that's how I absolutely met him. I know and incredible at yoga it's kind of <laughs> sickening kind of sickening and he still looks really i mean he's you know don't tell him i said but he's really good looking he's he really is. hot no he's got and he's he an, a really well. lovely man <laughs> he is he's gorgeous and and then and then in the uk i get to sort of do you know i don't work as much in the uk as i do in america these days but i do you know it's a very healthy mix of things and then in amongst everything i'm writing a musical at the moment and then i'm doing a project with um, Rita Wilson, who is famously married to Tom Hanks. Yeah. And we're doing a, a project called um, Sound of a Woman, which is going to be kind of a singer-songwriter for sort of like vagina monologues for singer-songwriters. And we're we're working on that show at the moment. So it's all pretty eclectic, and I, I like it that way, really. So you said you, you go to Nashville. Well, obviously, you haven't at the moment because of what's happened in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, you go once a month. I do yeah I do and it yeah so it's as a family it's been you know I've said like the lockdown is the first time I feel I've been home for any length of time in about seven years and so it's kind of been nice it has but um I think that actually the way the the music industry works these days I think that so much stuff is being done in America and it's kind of pointless to not make your presence sort of, you know, known mm-hmm. there. You have to really put the time in. And and so we've worked it out that it, I kind of go and do a week or 10 days and then the rest of the time I'm kind of home. And my manager, Fran, flies with me, thank goodness. And, um, yeah, and, I, I, and I've got used to it, how it will be different after all of this because I've been doing the same job over Zoom. Um, but, you know, I, I do want to get back in rooms. So if you've what what's the flight to Nashville? It's about is it about nine hours? It's no, not even. It's like seven hours, and there's a direct now. It used to be hideous when you went, went via Chicago, but now there's a direct flight, and you land in daylight. It's much better than LA. LA kind of does yeah, that's actually that's mess a pig. Actually, I I did that. Yeah. but I actually I actually did some recording in Nashville in nineteen. 19- Hold on, let me think. It must have been, it was before I had Carly. She was born in 78. So I did some recording there in like 1975. Amazing. With these amazing musicians. Um, Because I did some, one of my friends, bless her, she's not with us anymore, was Donna Summer. Wow. Who I loved and adored. She was the most wonderful lady on earth. She really was. Incredible. And she took me in the studio in the 70s in LA we just did some you know tracks they I don't think we ever released anything and then she had a mate who was in Nashville and she said you've got to go to because I love I love country and that sort of music so we went to Nashville it was hysterical I did an EP um I don't know whether you'd you've uh, found it called Walking Disaster which I it was my sort of most recent release you know since all the Keeping Faith stuff and I recorded that in Nashville and and um and and uh, two of the Dixie Chicks did backing vocals. Ooh. I got all my I got all my friends in. I kept saying, you know, I'm not a big deal in the UK, and they're like, that's fine. And it was just extraordinary the level of musicianship in Nashville. I know. Well, I I, I think I can match you with a backing singer. I, I was when I was on Broadway. I did a big Broadway show in the eighties, kind of set in the. It was Gershwin, so it was gorgeous music. Yeah. And two of my friends. Uh, 
one was the lead guitar, one of the lead guitarists in Dire Straits, Hal wow. Landis, and another American guy. They they'd written some songs, and so after the show, we'd go and do some recordings. We did a couple of good stuff actually. And at the time, I'd met Carly Simon, and we were having dinner one night after the show. And she said, "You know what else are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm doing. You know, we're doing these tracks." She said, "Oh, I'll come along. I'll sing backup." I said, "Oh, stop it! Wow! <laughs> no, no, that's you've won." I mean, everyone knows, you know, the faces. So tell me how that all happened. Um, I've always followed my nose when it comes to being. Uh, when I came home from school, the Stones were just starting, and I always made a a beeline for to watch them and say, "I'm going I'm to be in that band." And I, oh, okay, really? what happens? That's my band. Amazing. So that was my whole thing. And and the stepping stones on the way were when Jeff Beck left the Yardbirds. I, I always said to him, "If you ever leave, can I ring you up?" And he said, "Sure." So he left, I rang him up, and he said, let's form a band. And the same thing when uh, Rod and I uh, got together in the Jeff Beck group, our favourite band was the Small Faces. Uh, and Steve Marriott left them, That's and right. we went, what the hell is he doing leaving? What the heck? So uh, he went and formed Humble Pie, which I never really understood, and uh, it never really worked. Pete, was that with Peter Frampton? Yes, it was. I knew Peter, my best girlfriend, who's still yes. my best, Mary. Mary. You know, Mary. Yeah, yes, she's, she's still lovely. my best. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, and, give her my um, love. I will. She's she lives in California, but um, she was with Peter when I first met Mary, and and I think he was in Humble Pie. This would have been the late sixties. He was with Humble Pie then. Yeah, well, that's before he had his amazing solo career, which that's went right. boom, didn't I know. it? He's a yeah. lovely man, lovely man. So then you so you met Rod with... In the, the Jeff, Jeff Beck group. Okay, gotcha. In the Intrepid Fox. Remember that pub in Wardour Street? There no, was a pub I, called I, The Ship. And, my, and a, my daddy wouldn't let me go to pubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was opposite the 100 Club anyway. Near okay, enough. I vaguely, Bucky. I know the name of it, yeah. That was our old stomping ground and I first met him in there and Rod came in in a cocoa with a clown suit and he said, hello, face. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hello, we had the same haircut and we got on so well. Anyway, we met again in the Jeff Beck group and then when Steve Marriott left the faces, I rang up Ronnie Lane. I didn't know him really well. Uh, I said, well, what's going on with you guys? He said, what are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do now. He said, would you come over so, and join? So anyway, so I went over and played with them, with Mac and Kenny and Ronnie and kept, the, kept them going. And Rod came and joined later on. And um, But unknowing to me, while we were rehearsing in Bermondsey, in the Stones rehearsal room, uh, Mick rang up and he said, would Ronnie be interested in joining the Stones? <gasps> unknowing to me. And Ronnie Lane said, he's quite happy where he is. Thank oh you, Mick. And he put the phone down and I never found this out for five years. <laughs> um, if you had have known, would you have left? I wouldn't have left the boys in the lurch, no. But the thing is, it would have been fabulous to have known that they wanted me in the band. Absolutely. Well, especially as it was your dream. Yeah. But I, you know, I just let things cruise on and take their natural course. And sure enough, I was sitting at a Robert Stigwood party. You remember him, don't you? I do. Gosh. 
And I was sitting there next to Mick Jagger and Mick Taylor. And Mick Taylor leaned across to Jagger and he said, I'm leaving the band. And Mick looked at me and he said, what? What was that? And he said, I'm serious. I'm leaving. And he got up and walked out. Why? I don't know. And Jagger turned to me and he said, what am I going to do now? And I said, well, he said, would you join? And I said, you know, I would, but I'm already in a band. And he went, yeah, you are. He said, if I get really desperate, could I ring you? And I said, sure. (laughs) So did you ever actually play with the Faces and the Stones at the same time? Yeah, in the year 1975, I did two Faces tours and one Stones tour in America. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean, you are all rock and roll royalty. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to those little snippets from Ronnie and Amy. And again, if you want to listen to the whole episodes, please go to the Tea with Twiggy podcast site and scroll down till you find the one you're looking for. Okay, I hope you enjoy them. Bye.